The following is my conversation with Daniel Kahnemann, a renowned and prolific thinker who just so happens to be my guest for today's episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. We spoke about mokes, antecedents, and bonbons, as well as other interesting topics. Needless to say, I had a lot to say, and I had a lot to say, and I hope you enjoy listening as much as I did recording. Enjoy, enjoy. Thank you to our sponsor, Marlowe and Escutcheon. They offer the best in arm armor, shield defenses, and other weapon accessories. Check them out today. <laughs> Check them out today. Thanks again for joining me today, Daniel. It's my pleasure. So first up, let's talk about mokes. What is a moke and what does it represent? Uh, moke is an amphibian that lives in Australia and New Zealand. It's got a fairly bizarre appearance with different colors on its back. It's also got a fairly unique mating behavior. The males will try to mate with as many females as possible, and they'll do this by mounting them and inserting their sperm into the female's reproductive openings. That's pretty strange. So why is this behavior noteworthy? Well, it can be important because it can help to spread the species. If enough males are mating with a lot of females, then there's a good chance that some of their offspring will be born with the desirable characteristics that make the moke so successful in the wild. I can see how that might be useful. What else do you know about mokes? Another interesting thing about the moke is that it has a really interesting mating system. For example, sometimes the males will fight over the females who will fight over the females. Other times, they'll form alliances with other males and tries to monopolize the females. It truly is an astonishingly complex animal in terms of its mating behavior. That's definitely true. So what do you think explains why these animals exhibit such complex behaviors? There are definitely some mysteries surrounding the mating systems of these animals. Mm -hmm. However, one possible explanation is that it stems from the animal's ancestors. For example, if you look at the mating behavior of chimpanzees, for example, you can see that it's very similar to that of the moke. This suggests that the mating behavior of these animals has evolved over time in response to environmental pressures or other factors, or other factors. That makes sense. So when we're talking about antecedents here, what does that term refer to? Antecedents are things that influence an individual's behavior or performance in some way. For example, if you're studying for a test and you don't have enough time to study for it, your antecedents could be things like how much sleep you got last night or how well you studied for your math class last week. These are things that might influence how well you do on your upcoming tests, even if you've never taken one before. I can see how that would be important. So how do antecedents influence our behavior? Usually, antecedents influence our behavior by modifying our expectations or altering our emotions. For example, if I tell you that eating junk food will make you sick, chances are you're going to avoid eating junk food even if it doesn't actually make you sick in reality. In this case, my expectation has changed, and, um, and so has your emotional state, which has led to your behavior changing as well. That makes sense. So why do antecedents play such an important role in our lives? It's because our behavior is typically guided by our expectations and emotions. If we expect something to happen or if we feel anxious or scared about something, we're likely to behave in a certain way in order to avoid those negative feelings. Antecedents are keystone concepts in behavioral science because they play such an essential role in how we interact with the world around us. That's definitely true. So in terms of bonbons, what is a bonbon and why is it important? 
a bonbon is a type of candy that's typically made from sugar, chocolate, and some other type of flavoring. They're typically pretty easy to eat. You just put them in your mouth and start munching on them, and they're usually very sweet. That sounds like a fun candy. Why is it important? Well, the reason why bonbons are so popular is because they're rewarding. That means that when we eat them, we experience some type of positive emotion. This can be beneficial because it can make us happier or more motivated to do things. That makes sense. So why do we want our emotions to be positive? Well, the reason why we want our emotions to be positive is because they tend to lead to more desirable outcomes in our lives. For example, if I'm happy and contented, chances are I'm going to be more productive and successful than if I'm unhappy and stressed out. That's definitely true. So in short, bonbons represent a way for us to experience positive emotions while simultaneously achieving some desired outcome. Is there anything else you want to add about bonbons? Sure thing. One thing that I wanted to mention is that sometimes people have negative associations with bonbons, thinking of them as something only children or young adults would enjoy, young adults would enjoy. However, this couldn't be further from the truth. In reality, nearly everyone enjoys a good bonbon from time to time. That's really interesting. So overall, what do you think are the key benefits of using antecedents in our lives? Well, one key benefit of using antecedents is that it can help us learn faster and improve our performance in various situations in various situations. For example, if I know that my math skills are weak, but I'm expecting to get good grades on my upcoming tests based on my past performances, then I'm going to be much more prepared for the test than if I don't have any expectations set for myself beforehand. Mm. Similarly, if I'm feeling anxious about an upcoming presentation, but I know that I've done similar presentations before without difficulty, then my anxiety will likely subside rather than incorporate at ease over time. That makes sense. So in, in summary, antecedents are things that influence an individual's behavior or performance in some way. For example, if you're studying for a test and you don't have enough time to study for it, your antecedents could be things like how much sleep you got last night or how well you studied for your math class last week. All right, that's great information. So based on what you said, would you say that using antecedents is a key lesson that we can learn from behavioral science? Absolutely. Antecedents are one of the key concepts in behavioral science, and they're essential in helping us learn faster and improve our performance in various situations in various situations. So if you ever find yourself struggling to learn or perform in a certain area, it's important to pay attention to your antecedents and figure out how you can modify them in order to improve your situation. That makes sense. So I'd say that using antecedents is definitely a valuable lesson that we can learn from behavioral science. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us today, Daniel. It was my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with your friends and family. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher so that you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time, happy learning. And now for the poem read by Daniel. It's titled Bonbons. Bonbons. How sweet they are. Those little chocolates, I love to eat them. And I love to give them, I love to give them away. They make me happy, just like nobody's business. But where do they come from? Do people really make them all by themselves? Mm -hmm. Do they have to start with a mix of sugar and chocolate? 
then put them all in a bag, mm -hmm. then put them all in a bag, like somebody is going to eat them right away. No, I don't think so. I think somebody else already ate them. Mm -hmm. You ask the person who gave them to you, the person who took them out of the store, put them in a wrapper and put them in your hand.